What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast with Joey Mayalari. Today's very special episode. I have my friend coming on, the sports guru, Mike Hurley, to come on and talk everything NHL from the Bruins uh, to the new head coach uh, vacancy, and then all the way to the Stanley Cup and what he thinks is going to happen in tonight's Game 5 between the Lightning uh, and the Avalanche. So, going to get him on right now uh, and get things going. Here we are back on now, the sports guru, Mike Hurley, coming in to talk Stanley Cup playoffs, like I said, the finals. Uh, he's going to give his opinion about what's going to happen tonight in Game 5. We'll talk some Red Sox, some Devils, talk uh, Bruins, talk everything sports. That's what he does. He's the guru for a reason. How are we doing, Mike? That's right. We're doing good. We're doing good. Good Friday. There we go. To uh, talk a little sports. Last day of the Stanley Cup today. Last day. I don't know about that. I think the Lightning take tonight's game, uh, extend the series, make it 3-2. to two. But uh, what have you been seeing in the Lightning series? I know you've been rooting for the Avs, so I'd imagine you've been happy with what you're seeing. Yeah, you know, uh, I think I want the Avs to win, just get a little variety out there. Lightning have been in the Cup three straight years, but um, going into it, I told you, I said that the Lightning were underdogs, so they would have been the better pick um, as a betting man. Yeah, definitely. But, That's uh, I, I no, like I, the Lightning. I think, it's, I think it's over tonight. It's the Avs look like the team of destiny this year. Um, you know, everything's bouncing their way. They got that nice OT win on the road. Coming home three one, playing a mile high uh, rink. I think it's going to be a, a done deal tonight. Yeah, Not necessarily I, a blowout, but I think it's I think it's all over. I mean, look at the games they've been playing though. A lot of them, besides you know, game one, uh, game two was you know a blowout, seven nothing Avalanche, and then game three. But game one was four to three Avalanche, and then game four was three to two Avalanche. Both those games being at OT, so. It's not like the. I mean, besides game two, obviously the Lightning got blown up seven nothing. But I think the Lightning could stick in, stay in this game. I think they could stick and uh, make this series extend, uh, make it go back to Tampa Bay. And then anything could happen though. If, they, if it goes back to Tampa Bay, you never know. They just got to stick to their yeah, guns I like mean, they have. It's, it's, it's tough to win an elimination game, but um, and I, I actually think that Tampa is the better roster on paper. It's just yeah. they've got it's a lot of miles the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. The, the team that hasn't won yet, they're probably hungrier, and um, they've got their legs. You know, a couple of the guys on Tampa are banged up. I think Kucherov is hurt. Braden point. point, yeah. Point. I mean, he's arguably their best offensive player. Point's been banged up their whole playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't really been playing much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the goalie there is he's struggling. Vasilevsky. He's, he's struggling. Um, yeah, you're not a big Vaz guy. No, I mean, Vaz is, he's good. I went to a game this year, Pasta scored a hat-trick on him. But uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? He's, he's, good, he's a good goalie. He's a big goalie. And he, he's probably just tired himself. Yeah. Three deep runs in a row. Yeah. He's struggling. Uh, I mean, in the, he's in, on the ice all game. Yeah. In the Stanley Cup final, he's one and three, obviously with them being down three one. But he saved um, 128 shots at 144 opportunities, so an 88.9 percent save percentage, and he was elite. Not, not too good. He was elite not though in, a, in the past few series. He was playing really well. Obviously, this one uh, caught up to him. Uh, but I think the one the, the the story of it, like you said, maybe is health. Um, Braden Point being out doesn't help uh, the Lightning. And then also you look at uh, the Avalanche. Seems like they are hungrier. I know the Lightning winning two straight years probably maybe you burned out. Uh, I know winning three in a row, I'm sure they want to do, but I think at the end of the day, a team that's a new team, like the Avalanche, like you said, they might be hungry and maybe want it more. And you look at Kale McCarr, I know you're a big Kale McCarr guy. I'm not the biggest fan. I, but I said he should have been the number one pick in the draft this year, and redraft, he would be. Yeah, he would be now. What was he, the fourth pick, I think? He is fourth pick, I think, yeah, yeah. Fourth pick, but hey, he's great. Having a great uh, Stanley Cup final, two goals, three assists, five points. 
23 years old too, so really young. Um, and and if you look at he won the uh, Norris Trophy this year, right? Yeah. Yep. He did. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think he's got the offensive game. He's not. He's not Victor Hedman. I think Victor Hedman is is still the best defenseman in the league. And that's hey, that's um, the lightning took, right he there. He took some time to develop. You know, he used to not be as imposing as he is now, but he does it all. And he's a horse back there. Yeah. Um, two two time cup champ now, but um, even him, he's a big guy. A lot of miles on the legs. Last three years, just. Coming up short, he had a, he actually had a pretty nice goal, backhand goal for Hedman on the he rush. He did, he um, did, yeah. But I mean, I think last game, I think. I think so. Yeah, I mean, that was also like we were saying right before we got on here. We were talking about the controversial goal, um, and, and and obviously you never want to lose in a controversial goal. But I think at the end of the day, I think that maybe that can give the Lightning some juice for tonight's game. I think that can maybe think, <laughs> okay, you know, we lost on a controversial deflating. goal. I think it's deflating. It could it, be. At the end of the day, you still have life, though. You still have life. But how long does it last? Ten minutes. You still have life, though, right? You still have life. That's how I see it. You know, you got life as long as the series is alive. But I don't, I don't see it coming. I mean, coming out of a road OT win, then losing in devastating fashion. I mean, you got to, you know, lick your wounds and get back to it. But I think Colorado, they can taste it. You know, yeah, at home. Crowd's going to be insane. Everyone's going full force. Mm-hmm. You know they want to they want to parade that cup around today. So yeah. So you were saying coming off a road I, OT I win, yeah. To be to you know come out and finish it. I, I think, don't think I agree. Seven zero, but I think I think they take it tonight. Uh, I mean, I, I'm rooting, though, for the Lightning because I had them winning, I think, in six games originally. Obviously, six games isn't possible now. Now they'd have to win in seven if they were to win. But I think it, it could fire them up. I know, like you said, losing like that at home, not the easiest thing. Now you have to go on the road, try to recover, win now. But I think with the backs against the wall, you never know. Some teams react differently than others. Look at the uh, the Rangers were down 3-2 to two multiple times. They came back and won two series. So uh, I guess it's possible they can come back. They still have life. And if you look at it, Look at their whole roster. Like a lot of these guys have already won before, so they have experience. You know, coming back in the in in, in the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. Obviously, winning two straight years helps, but a lot of experience on this roster. So I wouldn't quit on them just yet. If they were to win tonight, I think it's a new series, three two. Just got to win two, then you're playing at home. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're giving me both teams full health, I'll take the Lightning. Yeah, I think they're the better team. I just. I don't think it's their year. I don't think it's their year. I think Colorado's got it. They got the speed, the young legs, and they're hungry for it. And Tampa's yeah. banged up. I think it's as simple as that. Also, little, I, I, I'm not a big believer in the Rangers. I think they they yeah. got a little farther than they should have. There's some controversy about Crosby being sat out despite wanting to play. I um, I picked the Penguins in the first series. I stand by the pick. Yeah, I know you like I, the Penguins. I think, I think there was some, something there. I don't know. I know you like the Penguins. Um, and they talk about a team that's depending on the goalie. I mean, Vasilevsky's great, but Rangers there, you know, they just they depend on that. Igor to, to start and just yeah. stop 45 bucks a night, you know. He did play really well, though, for them, especially in a lot of their games, elimination games, when their backs were against the wall. He was elite. No, yeah, no, um, even the game they win. lost. Even the last game they lost, um, he gave them a chance. Um, and that's the thing. You look at the, the Avalanche roster, a lot of guys – a lot of production. Uh, you look at obviously, like you said, Kale McCarr. We talking yeah. about Mika Rantanen, eight assists. Too, Randos. Yeah, I, multiple guys. I didn't even know who they were. Scoring goals. It's you know that gets you 
feeling like you're going to win it. I look at Miko Rontgen. scored his first goal, you know, on the team last yeah. time, I think. Yeah, there was. There was a guy, yeah. And then you, liner, I think he was traded traded there or something at the deadline. Nazem Kadri, Josh Manson has a goal. Um, former Northeastern Husky, Josh Manson, so I'm a fan of him. But uh, Kadri obviously had a big goal in OT. Alex Newhook, BC Eagle, he's got a goal. No, he's got two assists, two points. Yep, um, he had a couple points in that 7-0 seven, seven drubbing. He did, yep, yep. And then you look at McKinnon. He's only got a goal and two assists, and that's all. They they don't even need that much production out of him because they're getting so many goals and so much production out of other guys. Yeah. You know? Landis has been pretty good. I mean, he's got four, three right goals. Con Smythe, if the Avalanche win it tonight, what do you think? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think the Lightning win tonight. Um, if I had to pick a score. I know you said you don't see it being 7 nothing Avalanche. We think it could be a closer game. I think the Lightning win tonight 4 to 2. <laughs> I think they. I think I they think were, they were I think well. Get, I don't think you're looking at like a four-one Colorado. I don't know though. I, as I said, I think they can return. I know you said losing at home like that can be deflating, um, and now you have to go play on the road and recover and try to win. But I think at the end of the day, I know you know it's different sports, not like the NBA and MLB, where you where we were talking about before this that greatest uh, trophy in sports. Everybody knows it. The Stanley Cup. You think that's the hottest trophy to win? Oh, hundred percent. I don't know. I feel like sports. I'm not talking about the World Cup. World Cup, maybe. But... Yeah, World Cup. We're talking the major four: NHL, MLB, NFL, yeah. NBA. American sports, not, not ping yeah. pong. And... The big four they call them, the major four sports. Uh, yeah. the ping pong. Uh, I think I think this. I think the 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 Super Bowl could be the hardest one to win. Truly, it's one yeah. game. It's a single elimination. Single That's elimination. It's easier. It's easier to fluke your way to one win. Maybe. But at the end of the day, though, you do have a chance to, to lose in a fluke. A team, of, a team of destiny win for the Super Bowl. Um, the 2001 Patriots. Yeah, Brady threw 140 yards or whatever. Yeah, in the finals in the, yeah, in the Super well, Bowl. Yeah, and, and the tuck rule and other things. Like, you know, yeah, maybe you're right there. I'm thinking of some teams that were favorites. and You can go on doing that. I think today, now it's about the big money quarterbacks, but... You still get stuff like OT for Josh Allen and the Bills there. I mean, yeah. the Chiefs beat them simply because of that. Yeah, getting the ball first, winning on a coin coin yeah. toss. But yeah, I mean, shoot, the Bengals who are, you know. No offensive line. The, the Bengals made it all the way to the Super Bowl. They got no offensive line. I mean, Zero yeah. help. Burrow got zero get help. there with good luck. I think you still have to be the best to win it all, but, you know. Yeah, I get that. It's easier, it's easier to win one game as an underdog than it is to win four out of seven. That's true. Definitely right there. there. Maybe I'm wrong. There, I'll admit that. I'll admit that. I was thinking of it in that it's harder because it's single elimination. Too, but it's not all seven-game series. That's true. I was thinking of it's harder since it's, it's single elimination, though. You screw up one game, screw up one play, that could be it for your team. You know what I mean? Look at look at Aaron Rodgers. He had a horrible game in the game against the Niners. They don't win. They lose. You know, they scored, what did they score, you seven points? This Aaron Rodgers sucks. Uh, you're not a big Aaron Rodgers guy, but I'll tell you this though. I'll tell you this though. Him losing Devontae Adams, I don't think he's gonna have that great of a season. But yeah, you think so? So you can't think he's that good because Brady. I was gonna lead, say though, top receivers all the time. I was so. gonna say, I'm sure he'll still throw 25, 30 touchdowns. He's even though he's not gonna put up 45. They play nowadays. They play like 22 games a year now. Everyone throws 22. 17, now. but I I don't think he's gonna have a great season. Obviously, I don't think he's gonna throw 40 touchdowns. I think Rodgers still throws 25, maybe 30. He'll still find ways to to score touchdowns. He can still score the ball, though. I think he's a great quarterback. I know you're not a big fan of him, but I think he's a great quarterback. He's, I still think he's a top. He's a big diva. There's a reason that he doesn't win Super Bowls. And Brett Favre's better. Brett Favre. I don't know, though. Rodgers, 
thing about Rodgers, though, is this. Brett Favre threw a million interceptions. Rodgers, very accurate quarterback, throws maybe four or five picks a you year. You have to think about one thing. How many Super Bowls has Rodgers been to? At least Brett made it to two, and he won one. Rodgers made it to one, though, and he won. <laughs> one. One. Still, though, and it's he won, joke. though. It's a joke. Pat Mahomes has been to more. He has. The baby goat, right? Joe Burrow's been to as many Super Bowls as Rodgers. Eli Manning's been to two, though. More than, Ro- right. more than Rodgers. than Rodgers. I'll take Eli. He's been to more. Anyways. He's been to more. But I, the reason why I think that single elimination makes the, the Super Bowl hotter is because you can have a bad game. A quarterback can have a bad game and you lose because of that. But exactly. in a seven-game well, series, easier. you have to lose four times. A team can have a bad game and the, and the underdog can win. Look at um, March Madness. You're right. You see... You see Underdog teams, small programs beat big programs because they get up for one game. If they're yeah. going to play, you know, ten times, seven times, whatever, they're not going to beat them every single time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. They have St. Peter's played Kentucky in a seven-game series. Kentucky's it's a winning. Worse model. I think there's entertainment to it. Yeah, you know, everybody can sit there and watch one game, but you know, when there's a lot of games to watch in a row, the same matchup, yeah, you might lose. You might lose the casual fan after a while. I get um, that. I think. I think the Stanley Cup playoffs everybody is excited for round one because there's more fan bases involved and then as it drags on you know a couple months of playing all these games it's usually just the hometown teams yeah fans are watching i get that in the finals you might get more guys clicking in to watch but that's kind of like the world series people don't pay attention really to the world series or if their team's in it i feel like Mm -hmm. like no one's watching uh you know the the nlcs but they're going to watch a world series really i feel like that's similar that's right it's good Good to be in a good sports market, you know? You want a competitive team, so your team goes deep. That's true. And speaking of that, though, uh, we can talk about the Bruins, too, obviously. Um, firing Bruce Cassidy um, was not an easy move to make. I know you were a big Bruce Cassidy guy. Speaking of, yeah, like but you say a winning market, the Bruins made the Stanley Cup playoffs six out of six years with them. So that, mm-hmm. like, that's a winning market right there. And they made, obviously, a Stanley Cup final with them. Uh, had a very good record with him in Boston. 245 wins, uh, 108 losses. Um, yep. Jack Adams award winner. Yeah. yeah. Coach of the year. He did. Yeah. Coach of the year. 2019 was it? 2019, 2020 season. Um, yeah, I think so. Became the Bruins uh, head coach during the 2016, 2017 season. And then look at that six straight years making mm-hmm. the playoffs. And they made the playoffs his first year. He started like right around the deadline. They're out of the playoffs and he pushed the team into the playoffs when they probably shouldn't have been there. So, yep. Yeah. He did. Did he come um, in mid season that year? Yeah, he did, right? A little more than midseason, yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. I, I actually forgot it was during the season like that. But if you look at it, though, his record was great with the Bruins, though. Honestly, I mean, I, that's why I was shocked about it, uh, about them getting rid of him. 245 wins, 108 losses, 46 overtime losses. But if you look at it, though, uh, at the end of the day, I know it's a business, um, so obviously you know, you got to do what's best for the team. But I feel like he connected well with the with the, with the the roster and the team. And I know, obviously, it's it's Sweeney's decision. I know you're not a big Sweeney guy. I don't think really anyone is. Um, but if you look at it, though, six straight years to the playoffs, get rid of them after that. I think that's tough. Maybe it's because the Bruins lost in the first round this year. Maybe that's the reason they said we got to get over the hump. I don't know. But what are your opinions on it? There is a, there is a rumor out there that uh, the ownership wants to make it to the second round get enough home playoff games to make money because um, yeah. the league revenue, you, st- you stop sharing money after the when the playoffs start. So more home games, they're making like four or five million bucks a game. Yeah. the heck they make, you know, all sellout crowds. It is a business. It is sports in it general. Is, yeah, it's a business. But um, sports in general. You know, GMs usually last longer than coaches. The, you know, GM hires a coach, gets to fire the coach, and then the next coach. Yeah. Um, 
I get that. GMs make it through two coaches or so. That's that's the same thing kind of in football. Dave Gettleman obviously had Shermer and then got a chance with Joe Judge. I think it should be the reverse, though. I feel like if you get rid of the head coach, get rid of the GM, too, and maybe restart. I don't know about hockey, but I know in the NFL, yeah. Dave Gettleman should have been fired when Shermer well, left. Well, if you get a new GM, he's going to want a new coach. So yes. it's easier to fire the coach and keep the GM. Yeah. And just hire one new position. Yeah. If you have to hire a GM and a coach, you know, then you really... You Flip-flop. Yeah, you're, you're flying without a pilot there, so... Yeah, I, I think the dangerous thing the with that is... Yeah. Because it's easier, but... Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Bruce guy. He's... He's, um... Well-spoken, too, so, like, fans like to hear from him because he's blunt and honest and doesn't sugarcoat it usually. You know, he'll call guys out. Yeah. But he always says he calls, you know, Jake DeBrusk is a big one. He calls out yeah. DeBrusk for not trying, not skating. DeBrusk thinks he's, you know, favorite posture knockout there, but he isn't. Hey, he had a good uh, year, though. Doesn't he's... skate on the back check. No, I mean, he's got the talent. You don't go, you don't ride a guy hard if he doesn't have the talent. Yeah, so, I get that. I'm of the, the more old-school style where I think it's okay to ride guys and demand more of them, but... Yeah, the millennial players, the, these DeBrusques of the of the world, think that they should be Brad Marchand without putting in the work of Brad Marchand, who started in the AHL just like Jake. He was on the fourth line first. Jake used to play with David Krejci right away. Yep. And then Marchand works his way up to Bergeron's line. Twenty eleven, they win the cup, and he doesn't look back. He, he skates with Bergeron the rest of the time, but he puts in the work. Came out from the AHL though, so, too. Though he, he grinded. You know what I mean? DeBrusque first yeah, round he was pick. He had like twenty four, you know, and he actually had until Jake Gensel broke it, the rookie goals record for the Stanley Cup playoffs. 11 goals his rookie year in the playoffs. Really? Wow. Yeah, he's a stud right away. So he came up I don't think David even got up to 11 Stanley Cup playoff goals until this year, and he's been in the league for a little while. That's true. <laughs> fun fact out there for people. No, that is a good fun fact. I didn't even know that. But uh, I think the thing with DeBrusque, though, is I know when he got moved up to that first line, he was playing great. I know you credit it, obviously, because he's with... Uh, Bergeron and, and, and Mosser. Some but... great players, yeah. And Bergeron's coming back. Bergeron's coming back. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I sort of knew that. I knew he'd be back. One year deal. How do you uh, feel? You, you, I'm sure you're psyched, I'm, though. I'm just happy, you know. If you want to watch your favorite players and your team be good, you don't want to go through a bad year. That's how I feel. That's me with the Giants, dude. 20 years now we've been I don't want to struggling. go back Bruins tickets if I don't get to watch Bergeron skate around out there and the Bruins win some games. So. I get that. I'm happy about it. Some people are mad because they think the Bruins will be too good to lose enough games and get high draft picks, but they'll also be not good enough to really contend for a Stanley Cup. I don't know. You never know with with other teams how things shake out in the offseason. Yeah, draft. Who's the new coach going to be? Absolutely. Development camp coming up in July. I think you got to have a new coach by then. I mean... What are you gonna have a bunch of guys show up, <laughs> skate around, and it's just all with the JV team? You gonna have hang out? Yeah, you have an NHL coach in there to evaluate what's in his farm system, so he knows who to call up. Absolutely. Speaking of that, I'm hoping that Sweeney didn't muff that pick from last year. Um, Fabian Lysel. Lysel, yeah, you're a big fan of Mark Walsh too. Pick for his personality, I think, but he's high talent. So not a fan of his personality. Said well, we need the talent. We need the t- no. Well, I guess teams were skittish about picking him because he's got a big ego. Kayvon Thibodeau. A lot of stars do. Kayvon Thibodeau. It can play to your advantage though too. Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. You need that energy. You need that energy. Skating and scoring goals hopefully. So I'm hoping (laughs) this guy makes makes the big club and that um, he injects a little energy and some scoring and just you know young guys they might not be with the system entirely but you can see flashes of like 
you know, dynamic play. Yeah. Um, like a Pasternak when he came up. He wasn't up scoring 40 goals right away, but he came up, he scored some goals. Showed talent. Down, came up again. Progressed. And then they hold him up as an example in the, in the Bruins system that if you guys use your talent, don't be afraid, you know, go make plays, act like you belong. And if you make some mistakes and we got to change up your game, yeah, we'll sit you down, but you're going to get another chance. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I get that. So, I think the thing with, uh, like you were talking about. Fast. We need some speed. He's supposed to be fast, supposed to have some moves. They say. Know how shot is, but he's supposed to be a speedy guy. They say he's a jet. And I, I know you're talking about energy guys and that being a reason not to draft a guy. I think at the end of the day, you might need a guy to change a couch. I don't know about the Bruins, but I know in football. There's a lot of big personalities in locker rooms. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is a good draft pick for the Giants to go in there, maybe spark them with some energy. I think maybe Lysel maybe gives them some energy too. I don't think a big ego guy is always the worst thing. If they're bringing guys down around them, that is a bad thing. But if they're just giving themselves confidence, I don't think it's that bad. That's how yeah, I feel. I mean, the other thing with football is the team is huge. and you get Yeah, 53-man roster. Yeah. I, mean, I think on defense especially, like you need energy guys because you, know, you make a big hit or – Get a you sack. Know, big stop. Yeah, the guys get fired up because it's all about, you know, energy, effort, emotions. So Yeah, absolutely. On defense, you kind of want some some knuckleheads, so to speak, because guys like whatever, yeah. Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, like these guys are animals. And Freak athletes. And, Freak okay, athletes, yeah. Good. Definitely. You, you want those guys on your team. You don't want everyone on the team to be, you know, Boy Scouts. I get that. And hey, Lysel, though, I'm looking at a couple of his stats. This year he played for the Vancouver Giants. 22 goals, 40 assists, 62 points in 53 games. Um, 22 goals is great. 40 assists as well. Um, I'm sure he'll play probably in the AHL for a year, right? No? Or is he going straight into the Bruins? They should probably give some guy. A guy like that should get a shot if they think he's ready. good to go. I mean. 19 years old. Who's who's he going to take the ice time from? Like, I mean, love the guy, but Trent Frederick is not big enough (laughs) as as a threat to score many goals. No, he isn't. No. I'm with you. The bottom six, you got guys like Craig Smith. He couldn't hit the net to save his life for the last, you know, month or so. He did have a 10-game streak, though. He was going off. Him and Hollow were were really good. Yeah, but streaky players, you know, sometimes you got to mix up the lines or throw some young talent in there just to get people going. I mean, even DeBrus got sat down and he played better after it. He pouts about being sat down, but you're right. It, yeah. It kind of spark him, you know, Definitely. Was the guy? Hala. Hala had a, was having a terrible year. He had like one goal through 20 games or something. They sat him down, comes back, plays with Hall. Sat Hall. Better, and they put Pasternak down there and they were doing great. And he was a ghost in the playoffs because. Yeah, he, he wasn't that great. Second line center. Um, and Sweeney can't draft. Definitely. That's, that's a big issue. No, we got no one coming up the ranks to be a top-line center, be a second-line center. Yeah. We don't, we don't have anyone. They, yeah. You need to draft offensive talent, and he just isn't good at it. That's the thing, though. I think they should try to figure something out and get rid of him. Obviously, it seems like they're keeping like up another year. But he, he's just not going to do it. What's he, is he in the AHL, the right? What? He's in the AHL, right? He's AHL. He, I mean, he bounces back and forth. He's like a, you know, one of the first guys they call up if somebody's hurt. But yeah, he's he played. looks more like a third, fourth line type of player. Yeah, three they assists though in fifteen they games. They say he's offensive, but he just doesn't have it at the the pro level. 
I get that. Not in the NHL, anyways. You know. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, he just hasn't shown. I mean, could he develop it? Maybe. But speaking of centers, though, Mark McLaughlin came up. I know he's not going to be a big piece probably of the team, but three goals in eleven games last year. Yeah, I got no problem with him. He's probably more like third line guy. Fourth line, maybe third or fourth, right? Third, fourth. Yeah, I mean, he did better than Felino, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's a big he's body. Decent. He's a big body. He's not. He's not very physical, though. No, he's not. He should use it though. Big body, but yeah, yeah, size is size. Good long reach, good shot. He should use his size though more than he does though. I don't know why he does it. Maybe maybe he'll develop yeah, so that. Yeah, so Debrus, he, he doesn't get anyone. Hey Debrus though, you, I know you're going at him a ton, but 25 goals, 17 assists, I'm 42 points. Be, yeah, sure. He had a solid year though, goals wise. 25 goals was good enough to be third on the team, tied with tied for uh, Bergeron for third. Mm, I'd still rather have Matt Bazalik. Bazal, yeah, that's a tough one because he was picked no, right I mean, before. Debrusque right? has talent. Debrusque draft. He's a really good like. He has good hands with his stick. Like he stops bad pucks, catches them, shoots, passes. But yeah. he's mostly an off the rush guy. Some of them, eh, I, I'm not going to critique anyone too bad in hockey because even the best players score goals off their skates or off their leg. Yeah, this this is fluke goals. Yeah, puck goes in the net is what matters, right? You, yeah, you take anything you can get at some point. Absolutely. I don't know. Sometimes he flashes something. You're like, why doesn't he do this all the time? Other games, he doesn't even seem like he touches the puck once. Seems like he doesn't care sometimes too. But uh, I mean, he's play. He played hard though. After he requested that trade, I thought he was. You know, a lot of people were coming at him. I thought he was. You know, not giving it his all. And then he started scoring goals. It seemed like he cared. Still, he, I, I give him credit for this too, though. Guys, I know in other sports want to quit, get traded. They don't play. They don't care. He still played. Yeah. He still went out there. You don't see this much in hockey, but yeah, no, he, he, yeah, there's some things that you can feel good about with him. Yeah. Ideally, yeah, you want him to be good. I mean, he was a Bruins draft pick. Of those three guys picked in a row, him, Zaboro, and Sinition, he's probably the one who you say, he's definitely an NHL player. Yeah. You just wish he would be better. Yeah. He's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got a good shot, he's got some good moves even. Definitely. Um, I I went to a game playoff game game 7 against Toronto at home and he scored a big goal I mean the Bruins end up running away with the game 7-4 to but yeah he was was solid though towards the end of the year he kind of jumped on the scene and was great and then has taken a dip yeah he has you hope hope that last year playing with Bergeron and Marchand it's like you know you get to showcase yourself a little bit but he doesn't play special teams really Mm -hmm. I mean hey look at him in the playoffs two goals two assists he had four points in the playoffs, two goals, two assists. Yeah. Uh, I look at Marshan though, four goals, seven assists, eleven points. Bruins actually yeah. got solid offensive production, kind of. Out of you know, and that was only one series. Well, yeah, but... it was just that you know Bergeron and Marshan who draw the toughest matchup every night still have to do all the scoring. They do. Yeah. I think I think that that you know Hall and Hollow were pretty quiet. Um, Hall, you know, when he scored a goal game one, you know, getting another goal in there, but he was he was a ghost. Yeah, that's hard he though. Plays, for for being a physical like beast, he plays a soft style game. He's always trying to take the puck wide with speed, and he's fast. But you know, yeah, doesn't always work that way in the playoffs. Guys squeeze you off. Guys, it catches up. Yeah, it catches you up. Get, you got to be able to just you know chip it in. Sometimes Marshall will just go in and play a little dirty to get the puck back and make Definitely. plays from there. Not everything's gonna be like beautiful, you know, off the rush. Two, two it's not easy. And speaking of Berger on how good he is on offense, I mean defensively too. He won uh, the Selkie, right? Best defensive forward yet yet oh, again. Of course. 
best. He wins it like every year. You always say, right? Yeah, you said yeah. he. You said he should win it this every year. year. They had more advanced metrics come out, and Cassidy. One of the things he said is they keep making um, newer and newer stats for the nerds. Keep making new and new metrics, and Bergeron keeps looking better and better. He does. I think yeah, he has like the highest expected goals for per sixty minutes, five on five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then it's like some some form of wins above replacement defensively. He was the best. Mm-hmm. Top face up guy in the league percentage and total wins. Yeah, you know that's all the stuff they measure by. It's, it's good. No, he's a very good player. He goes up against the other team's best players almost every night. Yeah. So I mean, five. Hey, he wants five. He's won five Selkie awards now. I know you say he could win it every year, right? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad choice. You know? Every year, he's got five of them now. Um, also, I mean, look at his age too. Thirty-six. He's still killing it. Yeah, I mean, hey, long story short, is uh, he was still our best centerman. Yeah. Again, so. That's your favorite player in all the sports. Top, top guys in the league. He's your favorite player, right, in all the sports, right? So I'm sure you're psyched. He's uh, got one more year. Yeah, has to be. Has to be. One more year. I'm sure you're psyched. I think he. I think he'll play so two or three more. I do wish we had a guy coming up to take the minutes load. You know, he, yeah. a guy like that playing 20 minutes, you wish you could preserve him throughout the year, long season. Definitely. So that in the playoffs, you can deploy him as much as you need to in a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, I think I think maybe they'll be if you're gonna go looking for way, something. Look at these teams, like even the Lightning, with all that great talent. They're sort of, you know, the tread on those tires is running low, even for their best players. Yeah, absolutely, um, and that's the thing. I think with Bergie, I think he has, you know, obviously had that one year deal. I think he has two to three years left in him, maybe two more. Yeah, you, guys usually don't quit until they they have to. And the guys in hockey, like they're, they're not making forty million a year, so mm-hmm. playing one more year, it does does make a difference. Definitely. So what do you make of David Krejci possibly returning to the Bruins? I know he's on uh, Poshnok's Instagram story a week or two ago now in the IIHF tournament, um, and they were talking, saying, you know, what's the possibility he returned to the Bruins, something like that, and he smiled. Mm-hmm. Krejci gave a smile. So is there a possibility he returns back? I know you'd be psyched. Uh, well, I would have been happy if he came back this year, but I don't know. I mean, ideally you want a new, young, younger guy. Yeah. Ideally. I still think he'd be better than Hall. I mean, he would help. You know, the power play was kind of iffy at some points. And he's a good power play guy. They used to put him up on the top unit mm-hmm. um, in recent years because he was usually running the second unit as power play quarterback. But Yeah. He chewed minutes, yeah, he's too, though. He's a good passer, and he's pretty good shot. Could shoot more. That's probably one of the things yeah. in his career he could have done a little bit more of. He's got a great um, IQ for the game, though. Yeah, yeah, no, and he's he's another good, uh, pretty good all around centerman. I think he's underrated on defense. Mm-hmm. Decent, not great face off guy. Yeah, but makes makes good plays with the puck, and he's, he's a great passer. You know, that's his that's his game. That's his specialty right there. So I, I think it'd be yeah, nice to have him back. I think that being said, preferably the team would be the best if you make an improvement um, that isn't David Krejci. I get that. You want a young guy. I like, the, like the player, but it would have been a little more help this year than yeah. next year. If he, if you're going back to the guy who is out of the league for a year, another year older, yeah, that's that's a pretty desperate move, I think. You know, and it's just like, what the heck? What were you doing? I mean, why let him leave? If a whole other year of chemistry back. with Hall. And yeah, I think he would. He felt. He wanted to play with Pasternak because they're fellow countrymen and all that. 
Mm-hmm. Coach never let him or whatever. The team didn't let him. Maybe that's something they were mad at Cassidy about. That could be. Potentially legitimate bone to pick there. Potentially. It could be. But uh, does I mean, it, isn't it Cassidy's job to pick the lines? Move him to a different line. When, yeah. When Krejci's gone. Isn't it Cassidy's job to pick the lines, though? That's the head coach's job, correct? The yeah, GM can't I mean, say nobody anything. Nobody complains when the Bergeron, Marshall, and Pasternak line is up there scoring goals anyway. So it's, yeah. it is tough to break up something that's doing well for you. But I get that. They did it this year, and it was a, it helped them turn around. They probably should have tried it in earnest when Krejci was here. You know? Definitely. Um, so speaking of Cassidy again, uh, what do you think of him going to the Vegas Knights? I know obviously he goes to a team that's a solid, solid team there in Vegas, yeah. obviously, and – uh, I'm sure I, – I knew he was going to get picked up right away, so I'm sure he knew, you know, when he got fired by the Bruins, he was going to have, you know, potential suitors. Um, but I thought they kind of just gave up on him too quick. But uh, obviously goes to a team, a good team in Vegas. I'm sure they'll be uh, making a run with him, hopefully. Um, I know you're not a Vegas Knights fan, you know, but you'll be rooting for him, though, because you like him, correct, as a coach? Yeah, yeah. I think – I actually thought Vegas was – one of the most impressive teams when they came and played in Boston. It was early in the year, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up having a down season, fired their coach, they missed the playoffs. Yeah. But, the lo- yeah, the roster is loaded. Very good They're team, yeah. Talented. Very roster- very heavy, talented roster. Yeah. Heavily yeah, talented. Yeah, and they, they had some injury problems, too. They, they got Martinez got a skate in the face. Michael, who they traded for, was out for a while. Mark Stone, the captain, was yep. out. Stone was he out, yeah. Kind of struggled a bit. I don't know. I'm not a big Eichel guy, but Eichel, yeah, they, they traded for him, obviously. He missed yeah, some time yeah, I mean, with the neck injury. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent, though. He's a good player. I mean, at 14 goals, 11 assists, and 25 points um, in four, uh, what was it? How many games did he play? Yeah. How many games did he play? Only probably... Checking right now. 34 games. Like point of game guy, almost. 34, yeah. I mean, he, he was well, I mean, on yeah, minutes restrictions, right? He's putting his neck. Comes back. Wasn't he on minutes restrictions anyways? Like, he was 14 goals, 11 assists, 25 points in 34 games. But he was on a minutes restriction, I'm pretty sure. Or at least uh, somewhat. He didn't play for, right. you know. Well, he also wasn't playing with the normal top-line guys because Mark Stone was out. I think Pacioretty was out for a while. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, he's coming in, new team, West Coast. I guess some they run some different things. Definitely. He used to run the the power play up in Buffalo. You come to, you know, Vegas, you just got to conform to whatever they're doing out there. Plus Definitely. the personnel changing around them. That's pretty solid production. And they didn't they didn't get done what they wanted to. So, like, yeah, they had a down year. I expect it'll be better yeah. this season. Well, if, you know, Vegas, they, Cassidy, they get help. Right? I mean, that's going to help. Definitely. And then Mark Stone, like you said, only played in 37 games this year, had 30 points, 9 goals, 21 yeah. assists. But he didn't play much. And then you look at Cassie, though, very good defensive coach. So the Bruins are always top mm-hmm. uh, in goaltending stats. Like, I think they're top three every year in goals against. And team um, defensive metrics, they're up there. Yeah. yeah. So I usually, think he's going to help them. He's pretty good on um, special teams coaching because he says, you know, special teams wins a lot of games during the year. And they've mm-hmm. won a lot of teams' games in this playoffs, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Usually you don't see as many power plays in the playoffs, but this year apparently there's a lot of young refs calling a lot of penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, which, Absolutely. Yeah, kind of stinks, but. Um, I guess it's the name of the game nowadays. Though. Routinely, routinely, routinely with Cassidy, we're top five in you know power play and in PK. Yeah, and the five on five, I think the Bruins are top three. I saw uh, this, this year, year in yeah. goals against. Was, yeah, uh, very good defensive head coach. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna mm-hmm. uh, probably go there and help them out. Uh, who is the Vegas Knights goalie? Let's see here. Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Yep, Leonard. Um, 
ninety point seven save percentage. So he, it's not bad. It's not great though, but it's no, okay. Ninety one percent. Yeah. Ninety one percent's all right. Not the strength of their team. Is what I would say. Yeah. Ninety one percent, ninety point seven percent. You'll take though save percent. It's all right. It's doable. Mm-hmm. Two point eight three goals against though per game. So. Yeah, they just have great. Um, you know, lines one through four, really good. Pretty good defensive. Yeah. Bearings too. I mean, a lot of depth in the skaters. So. Yeah, they just missed the playoffs. So you know they they were forty three, thirty one, and eight ninety four points. Right. They yeah. Just the West it. is the Western Conference is not nearly as good as the East. So that's underwhelming to miss the playoffs. I get that. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it, I think that is actually a fireable offense. Probably the, the playoffs out there. Probably the reason, but. I mean, hey, ninety four points though. It's it's a lot of the time you, you're at least right in the cusp of making the playoffs though. Typically, yeah, hundred points. I mean, usually it took, the, what did it take this barrier. year? In the East, you needed to have like hundred and eight points or hundred something. something like that. Yeah, all these teams had. Sometimes one hundred gets you in though, right on the cusp. Usually, yeah, yeah, right on there. So usually the barrier, but obviously, I mean, it didn't work out for them. But I think he's going to go to help them out uh, defensively, definitely. And if you look at it though, they do have a lot of talent on their roster, like he was saying. Uh, obviously, Eichel being healthy, that'll be a big question. Mark Stone being I think healthy. He's in an easier conference. Patch already, they have too. Yeah, I'm not a big Patch already guy, but. Um, you said easier conference? And he's, pro- he's probably got, right now, as of today, he's going to have a better roster than the, what the Bruins are going to roll out to begin the year, anyways, because McAvoy's on the shelf for a bit. Moshan, right, uh, too? Moshan's on the shelf for a bit. I don't know if Pasta has something. There was one other guy that got a surgery. Grizzlick. Grizzlick. Grizzlick's the I don't one, know if yeah. There are, any of those guys are missing time, but. Grizzlick got a surgery, right? Or some type of procedure, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he apparently had like a dislocated shoulder. shoulder. Kept getting dislocated throughout the year, so. Yeah. yeah I know you're a big Grizzlick guy. I know you like Grizzlick. You came on my radio show yeah, BC like to talk about him. B U Terrier. Yeah, B U Terrier. What are you going to do? Well, that's another thing. In the rumor department, they say that David Quinn, former coach of B U, Coach Grizzlick and um, McAvoy, might be. He did. Coaching candidate for the Bees, one of the favorites. Yeah, I don't I, know if he would be my top choice, but he's got experience. I do think guys who have coached um, in the league when they go get their second go round, they do a little bit better. I think that's across you know all sports, major sports, anyways. Definitely. I mean, you look at Bruce Cassidy, obviously being the head coach of the Capitals, like you were saying yesterday to me, and then obviously worked his way up from the AHL back you know, from the Providence Bruins up to the uh, Boston Bruins. And look at that. He did well, six years, six playoff runs. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think Quinn's not a bad coach. I just, I, personally, I'm not the biggest fan just because I'm not a fan of BU hockey. But he is a very good, very good head coach at BU. He's unreal. Uh, they're a very good team always with him. Uh, they were over 500 in 600. They were over 600 in one, two, three, four to five years at BU with him, which is great. Yeah. And the first year he came in, he came in mid-season, and that was a really you know bad season. It was a BU off year, really. Uh, 2013-2014, they were 5-12-3 with them. But every year after that, 28-8-5, 21-13-5. I know with the Rangers, it didn't work out. He was out of 500 his first year, and then the next two years just over 500. He was given a very young team there, too, in a rebuild, and probably got fired a little early. They cut him short, they, yeah. They might have made they cut the pun. coaching. They might have a better coach now, but... They gassed the GM, the coach, um, Jeff yeah. Gordon, the GM there. He drafted Marshawn. He drafted uh, Lucic. He, he drafted some guys who were on the Bruins for a while who were really good. I Shirelli? think he actually traded for Chara, too. Shirelli? 
No, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon got you, got you. For a while for the Bruins. I'd hate a second. Jeff Gordon got you. But he was the Rangers GM. And he's he's the one who put this whole team together. He drafted all these guys who are playing now. Adam Fox and... Fox, very good player. and all these guys. Pazal. Not Pazal. Who's the other kid there? Lafreniere and... Uh, Hughes. They have Hughes, right? Do they have Hughes brothers? No, they have Hughes brothers on the Devils. 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 Devils got a couple of them and then one on Vancouver. Um, but yeah, I think they do have a young roster. The Rangers, but you know, when he started out, um, obviously didn't work out for him. Trades. But... I mean, he traded a lot of those guys down to Tampa Bay. But yeah, I think they might have pulled the plug short. You know, quick they pulled the plug quick. Twenty-seven to twenty-three. They were five hundred. It was up to me. I would have the Bruins go get Jeff Gordon as GM. But yeah, I know you're a big. You're not a big uh, Sweeney guy, so I'm he sure you'd be happy with anyone. He can draft young talent. Definitely. In a high cap league, you gotta live and die by the draft. Definitely. You, I think we were talking about this yesterday between, you know, the NFL, NHL, all of those. If you can't draft like you were saying, I mean, you, you no, put yourself in a huge deficit. Shot, huge deficit. If you can't draft, look at the Giants. They couldn't draft. They, you know, took Eric Flowers, obviously. Because Eric Flowers was so bad and the offensive line was so bad, they overpaid for uh, Nate Soldier, and then that was an offer. You go to free agency to try to yeah. fix your holes. Mm-hmm. Usually, you'd rather just draft you guys. Yeah, not many championships get built in uh, free agency. None, really. I mean, unless you're the Rams, I mean, and that's just the in trades. Rams a little bit. They're, they're all in trades, really. It's not even free agency, I guess. It's all in but trades. They dr- Donald, they drafted him. They right? drafted Donald, yeah, but they traded for Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller right? at the time they traded for. Did they, dra- they draft a cup? They drafted a cup, yes. They drafted a so, cup. I mean, the two best players throughout the year and the playoffs, you could say Donald and Cobb. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, they were draft picks. That's so true. even though they trade for Ramsey and Stafford and all these guys... They yeah. didn't have to go trade for arguably their two best players. That's or at true. Least the two That's best a good point. At the time when they won the championship, so yeah, I didn't and think of it that, that way. Team, you're you're of, right. You're right. I mean, I guess the Bucks, right? They bring Brady. In. The Bucks. Brady brings but everyone they himself. A lot of guys too. I mean, all those receivers. <laughs> you're a big Brady guy. I know that. So uh, you think he's gonna have a good season? I'm sure. But Gronk Brady. retired though. Rob Gronkowski retired. How do you feel about that? No, it doesn't matter. Right? Doesn't they still have they still have Godzo, Chris Godwin. He's a beast. Mike Evans. You know they brought Godwin back uh, I mean, on a new deal. It could just be one of those ploys where Gronk doesn't want to practice in the off season. Here we are back in. Um, just as I was trying to save the video, uh, we ended up losing the last twenty five minutes. So you guys missed some talk about the Red Sox, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, we talked Devers, talked talked Bogats, talked Trevor Story. Uh, tough loss there for the viewers, but uh, tough. No, I I think the Avalanche lose. I I got Lightning four to two. I, we did agree if the Avalanche were to lose and, and the Lightning win, they extend the series. Mike comes back on. He's going to break down uh, the key goals that the Lightning had to in the four two victory. You got the Lightning obviously losing, but um, you'll be rooting for the for the Avalanche anyways. I'm, I'm rooting for the Lightning. I think, yeah, I think Avalanche. You know, it's about time some new team wins it, and they just seem like the team of destiny this year. Yeah, so, I I don't know. They're healthy. They're flying around. They're scoring goals. You made a good point, though, earlier about the health. Braden Point being hurt, him being a game-time decision for tonight's game, uh, that doesn't help yeah. uh, the, right. them at all. They're going to be struggling, obviously, uh, if he's out. And then you look at it, the, the Avalanche just seem to have more juice. Comes down to juice. And they lose the yeah, Devish talk. The bounces, you know, a couple of good bounces, like that overtime goal. Yeah. It was going the wrong way. You won the whole game because of that. You're right. You're right. Um, it's, tough view- it's tough for the viewers that lose the Devish talk. 
We just we went we went down the line about how he's great Devin is. We know he's he's just a great player. Great player. Give him great anything player. he wants. Leads the league in hits, eighty-five or is it ninety hits? Number one in the MLB in hits, which I gave a breakdown of all these stats. Yeah, no, I got you. But ninety hits he had though, number one in the MLB. Uh, and then you look at it, Xander's eighty-five. Both guys need to get paid, but. Uh, we were talking, Trevor Story is probably the reason maybe Xander doesn't get paid, and you've got to pay Devis, obviously. JD's having a great year, hitting 328. Uh, Story, not too great of year. 11 home runs, one really good streak, like we were saying, one good week, and then he's only hitting 223. So, uh, if they let JD go, does that help them keep Devis and Xander? Or? Probably, because uh, JD's older. I mean, it's probably the reason they let JD go because of age, and then Xander, I mean, he could get more money from he's another team, maybe. He's at the age, too, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they're not as it valued. You got to put a little more value on the guy who hits and fields. Definitely, just, just bats. Because anyone can DH, anyone can DH. I'm with you there. Um, right, you, can, you can get an older guy to DH for a long time, like Poppy for a long time. And it worked out. And it worked out though. He was the, he was the cornerstone of the team. I don't see JD being that. You know what I mean? Obviously, so you can let JD walk, and it's not going to yeah, I mean, turn the franchise he's over. Got the, he's got the World Series too. Yeah. If you let Devers leave, though, I think that turns a franchise upside down. Yeah, like you got to. Can't do it. Uh, that's an unforgivable uh, offense if you let a guy like that go. Hey, but Aaron Judge hasn't been paid either. I know we got the arbitration figured out today, nineteen million dollars. Um, little little but rumor Judge to, to the Red Sox. You never know. He's twenty-seven home runs this year, number one in the MLB. Yeah, twenty-seven home runs. It's tough though. Now the viewers lost the Devers talk. We even started talking football. They missed the. Yeah. They missed the. Your pick of the Raiders potentially winning uh, the AFC West. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Keep that on ice. Yeah, we'll keep that for next episode. We'll, we'll circle back to things we missed. Uh, yeah, but NFL talk heats up more in um, late summer. So yeah, it's tough for them though. They they lost some good quality content there. But hey, what can you do? But hey, Mike, thank you so much. Always a pleasure having you come on, the sports guru. Look, he talked everything. I know football that got cut out. Really, you know, we talked a little Mac Jones, a little Tua. We'll, we'll keep that for next time. Mac and Tua. We'll, yeah, yeah. No, we got it all. We can run that back. We'll circle back to that and then obviously talk about the Raiders. Um, I like the Raiders and the Colts in the AFC. And then also we'll circle back to the Red Sox. So the last three things we talked about, Devers, the Red Sox in general, and then football, the Raiders, we kind of lost all three of those. But we'll circle back to those things. At least we got 46 minutes of, of this quality content. So thank you so much, Mike, the sports guru. Look at him, talking everything sports. NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, the Celtics, even though you don't watch. Yep, that's right. Yeah, they, they lost the Celts like talk. They lost the Celts talk. And they lost, hey, and you made a good point. This, I want this to be in the recording. A lot of the Boston teams, though, are in the best divisions. I know basketball doesn't really matter. I know they, they got the Nets and the Sixes in the, in the division. It's not really as big. But the MLB, the AL East, best division in baseball, just right up there uh, with the NL uh, West, really good, uh, with the Dodgers, the Giants, um, the Padres. But then you look at the Patriots, they got the Bills, Bills. Dolphins. Uh, and then the Bruins, the Atlantic Division, like you said already, the Lightning, the Lightning. So uh, not easy to be in any Boston divisions, but hey, that's that's what makes Boston sports so good. They compete in the best divisions and still make it. So that's, that's it. Right. That's it. But hey, Mike, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hope you have you come on again. Thank you so much. Absolutely, we'll do. Have a good one, kid.